Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. Because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up-level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. If you're new around here, I am so happy and grateful that you decided to join us today. So today's episode is from a live that I did on my Instagram answering questions about our menstrual cycle. So I just thought I would put it on the podcast too because personally, I am more of a podcast person. I love listening to things in podcast form versus watching the video. But if you're a video person, you can go watch that on my Instagram at naturallynatalie.rd. It's just under cycle Q&A and you can watch the video there. I just thought I would put it on the podcast too for those of you who like to listen in podcast form. So I, like I said, I answered questions about our menstrual cycle. So if you're somebody that has a question about your menstrual cycle or what's going on in the menstrual cycle, you can always come ask me at naturallynatalie.rd. I love hearing from you. I love answering all of your questions. That's really something that I'm super passionate about. So never feel like you're bothering me. I always love hearing from you. And I do want to just say that this is something that I help my clients with is balancing out their hormones, supporting their hormones at each phase of their cycle. So if that's, again, if that's something that you're interested in, you can apply for coaching. I will link that in the show notes for you. But without further ado, let's just get right into the episode. Hello, welcome to this live. We're going to be doing the Q&A about our cycle that I put the question box up all throughout the weekend. So that's what we're going to dive into now. Sorry, I love my dog. She is, she has to be touching me at all times. Um, So if you hear like grinding, that is her with her bone. I'm sorry about that background noise. But let's just dive into the questions. The first question that we got is how long is each phase? So there are four phases to our cycle. The menstrual phase, that one is about three to seven days long. Ideally like four to five days is an optimal menstrual phase. The follicular follicular phase is the phase right after menstruation. So right when you stop bleeding, that's when your follicular phase starts. And that one's about five to seven days. So about a week long as well. Ovulation is right after your follicular phase. And this one is only two to four days. So it is the shortest phase of our cycle. This is our fertile window, two to four days, unfortunately, because that is when we have the most energy is during the ovulation phase, but it is the shortest phase of the cycle. The luteal phase, that one is right after ovulation until your next period, and that one is about 10 to 14 days. So this is the longest phase of our cycle. Now, remember, everybody is different. So some people have longer, some people have shorter menstrual cycles. So it really does depend person to person. This is why I do recommend tracking yours, and you can just do it on an app or on a calendar whatever. If you don't really, if you're not really familiar with the phases of your cycle, I would recommend a cycle tracking app such as like Flow or Clue. There's a ton online. Just type in cycle 
tracking app on your app store and a bunch of them will pop up and then you could just pick whatever one you like to do. So the second question we got is any info on IUDs and how they affect cycle and weight? So for those of you that aren't familiar with an IUD, it is a form of birth control. It's a little like plastic thing. It's about this big and it gets inserted into your uterus. There's hormonal and copper IUDs. So the hormonal ones, they dry up your fertile mucus and that makes sperm not be able to survive in that environment. And it also does thin out your uterine lining. So they do act like the thing that's the hormone that's getting, it's not a hormone, but it's getting pushed out is progestin and it's, it's not progesterone. They're different, but what this does, it could act like an androgen or androgens like a testosterone. So they could cause acne and weight gain. So they could, they have that potential for that side effect. So if you're on the hormonal one, just know that that could be a side effect. Now, some people do still ovulate with their IUD in. So you could ovulate and still have a period, or you can ovulate and not bleed at all, which is super interesting. So the way that you would track your cycle with this would be to track your temperature. So temperatures change all throughout the cycle, and there is a method that you can use to track your temperature to know what phase you're in, if you're ovulating and whatnot. So that's what you would do if you're on an IUD. Copper IUDs don't really affect our hormones, so they work by releasing copper, which again isn't really conducive to sperm or the uterine or the uterus, so it's not really friendly to those. So that's the way that the copper one works but they don't really affect our hormones. So it really shouldn't be affecting your period. It might make your period more heavy because of the possible inflammation that it is causing in your uterus, but they shouldn't really affect your weight or anything like that. So that's really how those two IUDs work. The third question that I got was, did you ever take pills to regulate your cycle? So I'm not really sure if you meant birth control or supplements, but I was on birth control for a really short time. Um, right away, I noticed I had a lot of negative side effects from it. Um, acne, weight gain, really bad mood swings. So I got off of it right away. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. And I think intuitively I knew or just I felt that whatever, something messing with your hormones probably isn't good in the long term. I think we have to remember that birth control is really a newer medication. It hasn't been around forever. It is relatively new. So I just, I don't know, personally, that was something that I felt like I didn't want to be on. And if I was already having symptoms before and then I had symptoms on it, I was like, I'll just deal with the natural symptoms. I don't want to take another pill if I'm dealing with symptoms anyway. So what was the point of that? But yeah, every time I go to the gynecologist, that is something that kind of gets pushed on me if I, because I did have such serious, severe symptoms from my period, that was something that would get pushed on me was to take birth control to regulate my hormones. Um, and especially when I had, when they found that I had that breast tumor, now it wasn't cancerous. It was just a a tumor. And they really tried to push birth control on me then to regulate my hormones. But really, that's not what 
birth control is doing. It's shutting off your ovulation. So it's not really regulating any of your hormonal imbalances. So if you go off of birth control, you might, those symptoms that you never address the root cause of, they're probably just going to come back. It's not really fixing anything. It's kind of just like shutting off things, if that makes sense. Um, but if you meant supplements, there are some supplements that I do take. So I do take magnesium glycinate before bed, and then I take omega-3s. So omega-3s can help with ovule or inflammation, which our period is technically like an inflammatory process. So I take those, I take them all throughout the month, but I kind of drive or increase the dose before ovulate or before my period. Sorry, my brain today. So I take them in my luteal phase. I really increase the dose of them because they can help with inflammation. But I always, I just want to preface, like you should always ask your doctor before you take any supplements because omega-3s, they can interfere with certain medications, especially blood pressure medications. So you always want to make sure that you ask your doctor before starting a supplement. And these are just the ones that I take personally. I'm not telling, like not everybody needs to take these specific supplements. Um, the fourth question I got asked was, how can I prevent getting headaches before my period or ovulation week if possible? So cyclical headaches, like if they're happening around your period or in this case around ovulation or in the luteal phase, they're most likely due to estrogen imbalances. So whether that be the rapid drop in estrogen in the luteal phase causing those headaches or an imbalance of estrogen and progesterone. So first we want to address that. So we want to address the imbalance of the two. We want to balance out our blood sugar, make sure that you're getting enough protein with your meals, eating some healthy fats, managing your sleep, your stress levels. We need those foundations down to support your hormones. Um, and that is what I help my clients with is getting those foundations down to start supporting the hormones and balancing them out. But some triggers for headaches, especially like cyclical headaches can be caffeine. So that is something that you might want to take a look at. Maybe you need to cut back on caffeine in your luteal phase or around ovulation. Um, cause that could help. I mean, Caffeine can affect anxiety, stress levels as well. Like I know for me, when I was drinking a lot of caffeine, I was clenching my jaw really bad. So I, and that causes headaches too. So it could kind of have this trickle effect. It could be, like I said, increasing your anxiety, your stress, which could cause headaches too. And then certain people, they lose their appetite when they have a lot of caffeine. So then they're under eating, which can cause headaches too. So could be a number of things. So I would definitely take a look at your caffeine intake, see if that is causing any of the headaches. Maybe, like I said, take it out. Or if you're worried about getting a headache from the withdrawal of caffeine, you could try something like a green tea, which is it's not as strong in the caffeine or like a matcha tea. The, the caffeine in those is not as strong as like a coffee, for example. Um, I do still drink green tea from time to time as well. Um, other things that might help would be like vitamin C rich foods, so like oranges, potatoes, cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, peppers, 
are good and high in vitamin C. Carrots might help. And then making sure you're drinking enough water. Don't underestimate the importance of drinking enough water because that can really help too. Um, in terms of like a supplement, magnesium glycinate can be helpful in managing like stress. But again, please ask your doctor first before taking any supplements. I can't tell, I can't prescribe anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that would be what I would take a look at for cyclical headaches. For the fifth question, I'm struggling with hormonal breakouts. Are there any foods to avoid during parts of your cycle? So breakouts are kind of going to be similar to headaches. I mean, some people just have headaches. Some people have more acne. Um, so if it's not PCOS related, so if you don't have PCOS, because that would be totally different, it's again, most likely related to the imbalance of estrogen and progesterone. So what you want to do is, again, focus on that balance of estrogen and progesterone. You would want to balance out your blood sugar, make sure that you're sleeping enough, getting um, enough water in. That's going to be super important for acne as well. Um, but then you're going to want to focus on foods that support progesterone. So like bananas, cabbage, again, cruciferous vegetables, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, um, salmon and shellfish are going to be really helpful for boosting up that progesterone too. You want to focus on antioxidant rich foods like berries, dark leafy greens, green tea is a really good one. Um, and then like I said, water and balancing out your blood sugar. So certain people have certain triggers to acne too. Like we were talking about with headaches, you could, that could be caffeine, but it might be sugar or dairy. So if this acne is happening in your luteal phase, that is usually when we have those intense cravings. So really pay attention to balancing out your blood sugar during that phase. You don't want to include a lot of excess sugar because that might be triggering your acne. So focusing more on complex carbohydrates like sweet potatoes, brown rice, quinoa versus like sugary foods during that time. And then having dark chocolate, peanut butter, like bananas to help with that sweet craving that you're having. But again, focus on that balancing blood sugar in the luteal phase. Um, and then the last question that I got was, what is the most interesting fact about the cycle? So I think the whole thing is super interesting. But there are studies that show that our faces actually become more symmetrical around ovulation. So if we think about it, ovulation, that is our fertile window. So that is the time that we, our body is preparing us to have a baby. So it's making our skin glow, our face look more symmetrical to find a mate to make a baby. So I think that is so interesting, like just how our hormones are so involved in everything in our body. So I think that is a super interesting fact that your face actually might become more symmetrical during ovulation to make you look more attractive or whatever to prepare your body for finding a mate and making a baby. So I think that one is super cool. But that is all the questions that I got on the menstrual cycle. So if you missed any of the questions, if you're on live now, I'm going to just put up the replay and you can check back in. But thank you all for asking all of your questions. I thought this was super fun. If anybody, again, if you have any more questions, let me know. Um, or if you want me to do this again, let me know. 
Thank you so much. I hope you guys all have a great day. Thank you so much for pushing play today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people. Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.